Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Sai. We have a very busy week going on now in Yeshiva, as Bez Hashem. On early Sunday morning, uh, we'll be taking about uh, 40 Bachim to Poland for about eight days. And Bez Hashem, we should have Seat Bishmaya to be able to give them the experience that they need in order to be able to mahasak themselves in the Kashat Akashbachu and Mirabaz Hashem. Being that we're preparing so much for the trip, it, uh, we have to try to find time to, for everything. And uh, I wanted to make sure that we still keep our kvios of sharing the entire with everybody on the parasha Sashavua. This week's parasha, parasha Bahar Again, it's a double header. <clears throat> we finish Seifu Yikra this week in the on Shabbos. And we have a, the parasha of Bahar Now, the parasha of Bahar starts off talking about the mitzvah of Shemitah. In Eretz Yisrael, we just finished the year of Shemitah, Rosh Hashanah, we're in the eighth year right now, and even though there are many fruits and vegetables, which still wind up being um, connected to <coughs> the year of Shemitah, and therefore we have to be careful with the Kedusha of Shviyas, but the actual being careful about working the land, that's during the seventh year, which we we're now in the Shana Shminas. Now the Medrash, in the beginning of Sefer Vayikra, brings a Pasuk to Hillen, that the Pasuk says, Ochu Hashem Malachav, Hashem blesses His angels. The powerful warrior, warrior warriors that do His word, follow His word. The Shmaya Bakal Dvari, listen to the the words of his voice. Now, the Bish, the Medrash tells us in, in the beginning of the uh, Vayikra, the Medrash says, Amar Yitzchak, well, who is this talking about? B'Shem Shvius. Those people that keep Shvita. The Gibar Kach takes a certain amount of, of <coughs> discipline and control for a person to be able to say, I'm just going to let my land, which brings me my Parnassah every single year, to be able to put at rest for an entire year, and not to worry about my parnasa. And as Hashem, everything's going to work out. There's haftach of that a person will have for the sixth, seventh, and eighth year plenty, and not to worry about it. That's kibari kayach. And therefore, we see that a person who's shemir shmita has to really strengthen himself in the midah of betach. That's what we're going to talk about a little bit now. When and where and how do we use the midah of betach? At least one facet of it. There's a famous, there's a mice with the Omegayan. He set himself into Gullus. And he was in the Gullus for a certain uh, period of time. He came back from his Gullus. He came to tell his family a story that was the main thing, that one of the main things that he took from that Gullus that he was put in. But he learned a lesson from a, from a Pashat Yid, who was a big, happened to be a big tzaddik in the end, about the Bida Batachi mentioned that he was in a certain city that he was being hosted by, by uh, in the house of a, of a, of a, of a Yid, it was a Yerushimayim. And one night he heard a conversation going on between husband and wife. It seemed like there was a lot of um, financial, they were, they, were, they were having challenges financially. And in the, in the place that they lived, they had to pay money to a 
to a uh, to a poet. It was like a person that was in charge of all the land. He had to pay for your rent or the money for your houses to be able to stay in them. If he didn't pay that, pay those taxes and pay the things to the poets, then he would throw you out into the streets. And that's what his wife was very afraid of that. And she told her husband, you know, what are we going to do now? We get thrown out into the streets, we don't have the money. So the husband was very calm. He said, what are you worried about? Don't worry, Akash Baruch is going to give us what we need. That's what happened at night. In the morning he woke up and he's about to go to shul. She says, you know, you, you should go find money when you go to, you know, to, to shul. We're not going to have money. The poets are going to throw us out. He says, don't worry. Hashem's going to, you know, Hashem doesn't have, doesn't have a short hand. Hashem has plenty to be able to give us. We'll, we'll, we'll be okay. Comes back from shul. She says, no, did you, did you get something? He said, don't worry, Hashem's going to, Hashem's hand is not short. He'll give us, every, give us everything. Maybe we'll have, maybe we'll have breakfast. So she prepares his breakfast, and and uh, she says, "How can you go down to sit down to eat right now to be able to sit and to eat?" In other words, you know, you're not worried about what's going to depart. She says, "Don't worry, everything's going to be fine." And then he benches with Kavana and he says, "You know, the Hashem Hashem He never makes us lacking. He will not make us lacking." And he's he's sitting there. Total betach and just relying that Mitzvah Shemitz for the rest of his life is a little bit worried. And then he gets up to put his hat and jacket on to, to go out and says, Where are you going? Right? So he said, I don't know where I'm going, but didn't you, didn't you tell me yourself that we have to go today to pay the parts and we're going to be on my way to go to the parts? So she says, Well, you know, you know how are you going to go about doing that? You don't have any money. So don't worry, we'll figure out. Gosh, we'll take care of it. Right with empty pockets. He goes to the towards the direction of the house of the poets. When he comes to the house of the poets, so he gets the to the uh, to the entrance and he's about to knock on the door. The, the, the Golden Gaian saw that he's running to go ahead and to, to the parts without any money, that really, you know, raises curious you know, <laughs> he's very curious to see what's gonna be the advice from this whole story. Such a person with a Bible tucker, let me see what's going to happen. So he ran out of the house and followed him. And as he came close to the to the uh, house of the poets, he hears him knocking on the door. And then there's a there's a one of the, the shamish or whatever the poets comes to the door and says, Listen, you can't come in right now to speak to him. You have to wait online. Because there's a poets from another town that came here that's having a meeting with him. One of the villages over there is speaking to him. And therefore, when, until they finish, you can't, you can't go in. He says, okay. So he went on the side. And then all of a sudden he sees the pirates coming out of the, coming out of the other, that pirates from the other from the village that came to speak to the pirates over here. He sees them walking out of the office. So he's, okay, now it's my turn, I guess, to go in. But before he gets a chance to go in, this pirates who came from the, that village and every village came over to listen to him. You know, maybe you'll be able to help me a little bit. What should I tell you? You know, I, came here because I wanted to buy from the parts, you know, a certain field that I need from for myself. And, you know, I was gonna I wanted to pay a cheaper price, right, to be able to get the field. And the parts was demanding a very, very large amount of money and I was bargaining with him, bargaining with him, but he was so stubborn about it not to give it to me that he just like, you know, he just sent me out without, you know, letting me buy it, but he wasn't gonna go down in price. But between me and you, I really need this piece of land. If I have to pay more money, then I'll then, then I'll pay for it also. It's just it's embarrassing, it's very uncomfortable for me 
to go back in and belittle myself now and tell him, okay, I'll give you more money. I don't want to do that. So I want you to go ahead and I'm going to give you the money that I have. And I'm going to let you go in there and, 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 and buy the land from him. And don't worry if, if it was the price that he wants. And then don't worry that I'll, I'll give you, you know, like, you know, uh, a percentage or something that you'll, you know, uh, you know, to, you know, for, for, the, for the real estate, uh, you know, work that you're doing. So he said, okay, no problem. He goes inside. He makes a deal together with the pirates and buys it for the amount of money that the pirates wanted. Comes outside and the person says, shows him, shows him the deed that now this, this field is yours. And he gives him the money and the amount of money that he gave him was exactly the amount of money that the person owed to the pirates. He takes the money, goes right back into the pirates, he gives them the bullet guy was so amazed by this story. Right? See, a person who was able to live on such a madrega of Bitachin, that he that he went and he didn't so calm and cool and collective. Right. Now there's different many mice like this where we find that people are bowing and dragging and talking, but the question is, you know, people ask sometimes, like in other words, why did these stories happen to me? You know, why 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 you know, how did it that all of a sudden they happen to have the right thing in the right place? So the mice a lot of it has to do with the input to your betachin, right? Like the Pasuk says, He has to Hashem Aleinu. It should be the Chesed Hashem upon us, Kasher Chalulach, right? Like the way that you yearn and reach out and hope from Akash Bokhu that you're going to be able to get that money. According to the in ratio to how much you depend on Akash Bokhu, that's how much the Chesed comes out from that. The more that you believe and you hold yourself strongly with it, that gives the person the ability to be able to come into and to be and to be able to have betachin in Hakadosh Baruch That's what a person has to build himself to realize. Now, how does a person build that betachin in Hakadosh Baruch When a person remembers the Chesed and the Siat and the Shmaya that he sees beforehand, he remembers the Nisan that he sees in his Parasa beforehand. And each one has their different stories, different ways. And sometimes, if we don't realize it, and sometimes we have to be able to look and to see where we have where Hakadosh Baruch Hu Siat and Shmaya comes from, come, comes to us. And when we realize that, and we internalize that, and we realize that if Hashem came through then, then then his bank account is not limited, and his ability is not limited, right? Everything comes from Hashem. The question is, is that in every situation? I saw, you know, from the Quran, uh, brings down, you know, if you just pass live Ba'imer, just experienced live Ba'imer, pass. We took it part of us in Kabbalah, Sirius Ba'imer before. Before before Shavuos, and there's a famous Maisa with Hashem Ba'echai. The morning of Lamed Gimel days in Shabbos, the Gemara brings a whole story where they, you know, Hashem Ba'echai was said something about the Romans doing all different types of special things by making bridges and making all things. And he said it's all for their their pleasures and their benefits. It's not really done for us. And the Romans got very angry. About when they heard what he had said, and they were after him to kill him. After him, and so he ran away with his son to this medicine. And when he was concerned that maybe they're going to push his wife to tell them where they, where they, where they were, so he went into a cave. Now he came into the cave, and he <coughs> didn't have any food. He didn't have anything to drink. Hashem made a miracle. Hashem made a mace that there was a carob tree outside. It's chalubim carob tree that was at the entrance. And there was a spring there, a mayan that was formed, that they were able to drink and to be able to eat 
from the from that tree and to be able to eat, to be able to sustain, sustain themselves during the time that they were inside the cave. Now, another part of the story that Gemara talks about is their clothing. Now, they didn't know how long they were going to be in the cave. It's going to be just a month, a year, five years, ten years. They didn't know how long they were going to be. In the end, they were there for 12 years right, inside the cave. That's the Sayyidah Satayra and the Gumen Satayra that came out from there. And they weren't sure if they would take clothing. They needed clothing. And how it's going to get ruined and worn out. So because of the concern that they're not going to have clothing, proper clothing to daven with, right? That has, the body has to be covered properly. And Anthony has to be that beggar in the Kluba, that respectful beggar for davening. And they were not going to have that. So what they did every day was that they would daven with their begadim, with their clothing. Then they would take everything off. And then they had two piles of sand that they went into and they put the sand up to their necks so that their heads just stayed out of the sand so that when they were covered, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, designed to the women that are undressed. And that's how they learned for hours and hours and hours. When it come time for mincha, they would come out, they would get dressed, have a mincha, then again, go that, that's how they lived for 12 years. So another year after. So the question is, they saw the Nisan of the Charuvim, the Eitz Charuvim, the carob tree, and they saw the, the Mayan, the, the smirkel that was there that was supplying them, with all different types of things, right? So if they saw that, then why did they have to be worried about the clothing? If they saw how much Akkadosh Baruch was taking care of them with the food and, 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 and the water, then Akkadosh Baruch was going to take care of them also with what they need for the clothing and things about there. Why was it? that they were so concerned to make sure that they have the clothing set up. So, he answers with the aside that's really built on a Pasuk in in Chulim, uh, in, where the Pasuk says, Kedem Mitzvah V'Torah Or. Right? <coughs> the Nerev Mitzvah V'Torah Or. Medrash Rabbah says in Dvarim, Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu Adam, Kadosh Baruch said to a person, your candle is in my hands, and my candle is in your hands. My candle is in your hands. I'm giving you the Torah. I'm giving you the Torah, and my Torah is in your hands. And your Torah is in my hands, that's sustaining you and keeping you the nefesh to keep you alive. So my terror is in your hands and your nefesh is in my hands. If you are careful about guarding my candle, which means you're careful about learning Torah and, and, and being invested in Torah and mitzvahs, and I'm going to watch out and take care of your nefesh. But if you, you know, you put out, you extinguish, you put out my nefesh, Means you're not giving that proper attention to Torah, and I'll, I'll put out your candle. In other words, we see from here your side that when a person has betachin, so here of Shemayachai, we're not worried about the betachin of how they were going to be, going to be sustained and, and being fed. That's Akadosh Baruch's department. That's the Nair of Akadosh Baruch the Nefesh. But they were about, worried about the Torah mitzvahs. Now, the Torah mitzvahs, that's our department. And therefore, they were worried about that that's not going to be taken care of because that's dependent on them. If they're not going to be able to daven properly 
and be clothed properly, right? With regard to their proper, that can affect the ability of what they have to be able to do. And therefore, that's why they were worried about it. As uh, I think I've said this over before, but I remember Meister that I heard from Scharnberg itself. He once came to Telson, he spoke to him when he went to the Groshim. And he said it was a story that he did. The yeshiva of Ochonon Asaron Zatzal, the Baranovich yeshiva, which was uh, the one that boy was the boy of of uh, of, of uh, the other and the yeshiva was famous for its limited and its uh, its uh, you know cold tera. So there was a very wealthy person that met the mashgiach in the yeshiva, and he asked him in the the street, said, "No, what's doing with the matzah of the yeshiva?" She said, "Oi, the the burning in the the gemat the gashmius in the yeshiva is no problem. Everything's fine." She says, "The the the, the ruchnius in the yeshiva needs it needs a tikkun and to be focused." So the person can put the ground of the yeshiva is like that high above him, and that they're falling over here. That guy has to see it himself. So he runs to the yeshiva, walks inside this mesh, and he see it the cold terror. Reverberating over the whole place, and the the, the bottom are, are are strongly learning. You could see the Abbas Atayra and the and the and, and the Simchas Atayra and everything that they have there. But then he looks around and he sees dilapidated benches and the ceiling caving in and the paint job needs to be you know should have been done decades before. And he walks in. And he says, "You know, I, I'm confused. It's the opposite." He said, said, "No, no, you don't understand. The Gashmish and the Yeshiva. That's all Kodesh Baruch department." Whatever he decides, that's good. It's good. That's what he decided. And it, it's, it's perfect. But the Ruchni is, that's us. We have to be on top of it. Make sure to take that, to be able to do that. So that's the side that we're saying over here as well. That in other words, a person has to be able to know. First, we have to realize that our Hatzlacha and our Panasa, Hatzlacha and our Kiyom, and our Betachon HaKadosh Baruch is 100% dependent on our Limit Atayra and our Avedis Hashem and our Bim Mikhaim Mitzvahs. If we take care of our Kodesh Baruch Hu's Nair, which is the Torah and the Mitzvahs, and we do that, the Kodesh Baruch Hu takes care of our Nair. Each person, according to his level, has to know how much he's responsible to be taking care of our Kodesh Baruch Hu's Nair. The person has to know that, that he's doing the, the, the most that he could do with the situation that he has. And that he's not short, shortchanging himself. He's not sure what he's supposed to be doing. Each person has his family situation, his health situation, his financial situation, so on and so, so forth. Not sure, so he has to ask something to, to be meite with. But if a person goes ahead and invests in his Avedis Hashem, and he invests in his Limit Atayra, then that's being watching over Kodesh Baruch Hu's near, and then Kodesh Baruch Hu watches over his near. Mitzvah Hashem, now we're again preparing for Kabbalah Satayra. So we, we, we try to be makabal the Torah. We are umachazak ourselves in alim and Torah, and I see us amitzus, and we build that kasher. We watch over Hakadosh Baruch Hu's near, and you should say that always be able to watch over our near. Give us everything that we need to be able to in return be able to makayim the mitzvahs that we have to do to <coughs> to bring ourselves closer and closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tov. If everyone can please have us in mind for a tefillah that we should matzliach. You know, I should be well and, and cold too.